Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig. Inspiring kid confidence. Say you're a professional landscaper. You're not just tough, you're professional grade, and so are your tools. Because you got best-in-class Echo X-Series products. You got a perfect balance of power, weight, and performance from a professional-grade 56-volt battery system. Max-out battery tech that gives 100% power till a 0% charge. Echo X-Series means best-in-class tools for best-in-class pros. So when we say Echo is professional-grade, we mean it. Echo. Power on and on. Jeff. Why am I always out? Ludicrous. Did you say play rollout? What? No. Jif. Order more. Finding directions to nearest diamond store. Shop for Jif. Hip hop for kids. Buy Jif peanut butter. Got it. Adding Jif to your cart. Yeah, now we're talking. Jif peanut butter. It's that Jiffing good. Ludicrous confused his voice assistant for it. the big guy Ryback. Happy Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. Good to see everybody. We are streaming live Instagram, the big guy Ryback 22. We are on Twitter spaces at Ryback, where you guys are the co-host of this show, the people's podcast. The ebb and flow of the show goes where your questions goes or your statements or concerns, health, fitness, supplementation, pro wrestling, and anything and everything in between. Thank you to all my great Twitter subscribers. Not necessary to be a part of this show. I do follow all of you back who do subscribe to my Twitter at Ryback. And if you guys are watching on any of the other platforms here and you want to call in, just go to at Ryback on Twitter. You can follow me if you want on there. Subscribe if you want on there. But just look at the top post. It should see a Twitter spaces going on live. You just click on that to join the show. Then hit request to speak on the little option to make sure you turn the little microphone button on in the bottom left corner if I do accept you on that. We are streaming live on Ryback TV. Here on YouTube, guys, Super Chats are greatly appreciated on that and brought up between calls on that. I did miss a Super Chat that I saw in the comments yesterday. I will get to that here right off the kick off the show. Here we are streaming live on Facebook, Ryback Reeves, and Twitch at Ryback Rules. This show is available on all podcast platforms. iTunes reviews are greatly appreciated. Guys, if you can leave a star rating and write a review, it really helps out over on iTunes. So thank you very much. This show is brought to you by Feed Me More Nutrition, my premium supplement line, sweetened with stevia and monk fruit, no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors for all people, men and women, he, she, and thee, feedmemore.com. <sighs> the um, guys, new customers, discount code Ryback30, returning customers, discount code FeedMe20, and a free Feed Me More Nutrition shaker bottle with all orders. Guys, we actually just sent out a huge gift for today. I would go sign up for my email and text message 
program, guys. And uh, some weeks I let it be known to you guys. You're going to have to go sign up. If you want, I would go sign up and uh, I would sign up for the email and the text message. Uh, but a huge free gift just went out today of a free Feed Me More Nutrition gym duffel bag, weightlifting straps, and workout gloves, as well as a free shaker bottle. Free $70 gift, $69.99 $99 gift, not counting the shaker bottle, $14.99. Guys, on that, pretty much $85 of free stuff for your orders today on feedmemore.com. You got to go sign up if you want that discount, though. That email should be going out very, very shortly. I don't believe it's gone out yet. So if you hurry and go sign up right now, you can get that email for today to, to get that. So I missed a super chat yesterday on that. Uh, somebody mentioned it in the comments, so I apologize. The uh, they, They're essentially, I'm going off my memory here because I can't look at my phone. They feel they've kind of burned out, and if they were to, to, to do body weight exercises, would that would, would they lose all their gains? And, and if they kind of mix things up, change things up for a while, and no, with that, a lot of this is consistent nutrition, uh, and the body. It's actually if you're burnt out doing what you've done, you've just done it for so long, and you're just like you just need to do something different. Do something different. It's it's. Physical activity is better than no activity in the sense um, as long as you're not injured or anything of that nature. But just look at it as a way to better yourself doing high rep, you know, body weight exercises. And you may only be able to do, you know, 10 or 15 push-ups in each sitting, each, each set. Uh, maybe not, maybe only five. And then keep that up week after week and, and keep doing more sets and, and figure out some sort of workout program with the body weight exercises. And you're going to be in, in better condition for that stuff, you know, in 12 to 16 weeks than you were when you first started with it. And it's all going to come down to proper nutrition at the end of the day. If you're getting adequate calories in your body, you might actually even look better with it, uh, especially if you're really, really focusing on the squeeze and the contraction and, and really, really, you know, focusing on each rep with the body weight exercises. Now, you, you may lose a little strength in that part. You may go down a little bit, not a lot. But that'll come back the moment you switch back and go to like it, it. So I think it, it's we all get caught up in things. It, it all aligns with what our goals are. You know, if you're going to enter a bench pressing competition and you need to be able to have your strongest one rep max, it's not going to make sense to do a bunch of push ups going into that. It just isn't. Now you could do them maybe after your set and, and after you do your strength powerlifting routine, which typically you work with a coach or you have some strict guidance. Of, of a program that's going to get you to peak for the week of your contest strength-wise, right? With it, in, in, in that, if you're just doing that workout, your, your pec development probably wouldn't be as good as if you're just doing push-ups and focusing on, on the squeeze and the contraction and, you know, and your calories at, are adequate with that, but you're focusing on a one-rep max. It's an entirely different thing. You're not focused on working the pecs solely. You're just worried for moving the weight from point A to point B, within the rules and guidelines of, of, of the competition with it. And so there's so many different factors that go into things. So if you, but if you're just weight training and you're burnt out, it's okay to change it up. I'll tell you this. I, I, I old pro told me this when I was a little 19 year old little guy, even though I was 245 pounds in the gym, he just, he just said, Ryan, he goes, everything works and nothing works. And he's like, just get in there and you do it. If you believe it works, it works. If you don't believe it works, if you don't do it, it's not going to work. 
with it. So, but like everything works and nothing works. So it's just like kind of is your attitude and your mindset going into it and, and going in there and getting after it. And you just got to, you got to go put in the work essentially, but it, it's doing nothing is going to, it will, will surely get you nothing and doing something will get you something. It's just, I think it's, like I said, it's our mindset going into it. Good to see everybody uh, in the chat. Hello, hello. We'll get to your calls here, guys. Get get kicking off with the show. I did put on the Twitter a topic because I've noticed I, we didn't really get into it yesterday. I'm curious on your guys' thoughts on like the stuff with Ridge Holland. <clears throat> and I know he's had a couple things with wrestlers, right? Is recent the the pretty deadly with the shoulder separation, and I still don't even know what it was specifically on. I just know it happened during the match. Uh, I'm curious because I, I get things with people. We see it all the time. And I already know my stuff is all, it's not true. So I don't I don't worry too much about it because I know the truth. And, but a lot of people are misinformed and a lot of wrestling marks, not fans. I'm, I'm very fascinated that people love wrestling and love the hard-hitting matchups. And a lot of the guys that a lot of people praise – are oftentimes the ones that are the most physical and cause the most damage to their opponents with broken noses or, or bruises all over their body or bloody blood causing, you know, people to busted eye sockets and like, and then sometimes the people that like they, they say are the most dangerous are oftentimes the most safest where they've never done anything like that. And so I, I find this odd fascination, but, but people watch this contact sport entertainment, the hardest thing in the world just of, of sheer physicality and brutality, but are also obsessed with like injuries and then her, the harassment of the wrestlers with the injuries without even fully knowing. And I'm going to bring up a point. There was a thing last night with Dominic Mysterio on a side belly to back and in, in the, in, in the guy now, and I don't know that I don't know the, the circumstances of that, but it always takes two people to execute a mute move. And we are taught from the beginning in wrestling school to learn how to protect yourself as much as possible on things. So I'm going to give you the example of Dominic Mysterio. That could have been a miscommunication on the guy taking the move, could have been a miscommunication on Dominic, but it's not always the guy giving the move. It's, it's, and oftentimes it's not their fault. Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's both guys' fault. Sometimes they're just on two separate pages. But injuries happen with this. What I'm fascinated with is with the people that go on the attack and try to tell, like, they, they want, oh, they, they need to get demoted. They need to go back to training. Don't you think the organization would take care of that? If there's a problem, the organization would take care of that with individual talent, right, with that? So it, it's just an odd thing to, to watch this, this sport and to be, you, 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 this, you're watching it for the violent aspect of it in general. And but you're obsessed also with the harassment without knowing the facts. Now, sometimes things are pretty obvious, other times they're not as obvious. With it, you know, the Ridge Holland situation with that, and and you know, people like Seamus going to bat for you, who by the way knows what he's talking about with it. You know, Ridge had the thing with Big E. That move takes two people to do, by the way, guys. A belly to back is not a not a shoot move. You need the other guy to help get over. Uh, that, that bump, I will argue that bump is more the guy taking it because you learn how to do a front flip on that. You learn how to post and take that move in developmental or wherever you're training. If you're taught properly, you're taught how to get over, even if a guy can't fully get you over with this. So it takes two people, though, typically on things with it. 
Now, oftentimes we see in wrestling, if it's, we, we just go after the guy who's delivering the move and we, we just kind of, we, we put aside the guy taking the move. This is a, 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 an industry and a game of working with each other on things. Big E dismissed Ridge. You want to know why Big E dismissed Ridge Holland with the, with that injury? Because Big E knows it takes two people to do that move. You know who doesn't know that? Fucking stupid marks with it, right? Ridge would have been sent back down if that was 100% his fault. I promise you. He would he would have been released if that was 100% his fault. You know who also knows it wasn't 100% his fault? The fucking WWE. Okay? But instead of listening to people that know what they're talking about and when other wrestlers come to their defense, but you guys know you like to harass and harass and harass and all the people, you know. I can't tell you how many times I see people, oh, we got Ryback 2.0, Ryback 2.0. I put out a tweet. How many noses have I broken? How many eye sockets have I broken? How many bones have I broken? None, none, none. How many careers have I ended? None. How many people have missed any time because of me? Only one. And it was one of my my really good friends, Dolph Ziggler, on a duct uh, clothesline spot that both of us, I got in trouble with for not throwing harder. And he even, we just, we joked about it when he was in town again. He just goes, it, it, he goes, that's one of the things people will never understand. Like we both, we both took blame for that. I got in trouble for not swinging harder though. But you never want to do that. It's just sometimes I was taught you throw it as hard as you can. The guy needs to get out of the way. He taught, he was taught. However, sometimes guys don't, we don't work together a lot or whatever. There's miscommunications that happen. You never want to hit anybody or whatever. Elbow caught the top of his head. He unfortunately had a real bad concussion with swagger just previously. And was his head was he's not all there, probably. And it was a freak accident. He missed, he missed a short period of time. The only time, and I, and I feel horrible, and I wish I could take it back every day because I, I love the man with all of it. But that's the only one. Nobody else has ever missed any time with it. Never broke anyone's ribs, never did anything. With guys didn't miss it. Like, so, but you have things, like, with other people that have literally ended people's careers. And th- literally, this has happened. Caused guys to go have to go get surgery. So I always look at it. I go, how the fuck are you comparing me to things like that? Never dumped anyone on their head. Never dumped anyone and, and hurt their neck. I'm just like... It's, it's odd what the beliefs are with some things on it as well. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's a physical fucking sport. And the wrestlers know what they're getting into and, and like in, in the risk that we're taking and putting our bodies on the line every time. And it's like, I just see it with you guys. And then I say you guys, I'm talking about that, that, that portion of people that just bitch and complain and whine on everything with it. It's just like, shut the fuck up. You don't know with it. You know, you've got people... You know, if guys, fucking wrestlers, and I don't agree. With, I, I, Ridge, I just wish would come back on and just say, everybody shut the fuck up. I'm the fucking man. That's what I would do. Fucking just rub it in their faces, you fucking, and just keep going. Don't deactivate your Twitter. I, I, whatever you're going to do, you're going to do with it. But I want to get them the satisfaction, these fucking piece of shit marks with it. And hey, I'm all for people. There, You don't want to be dropping people on their heads or causing injuries. But again, we it, it takes two to tango on things. And, and there's timing issues, and it's not always the guy giving the move is where I'm getting at with it. And so and if, if, if there's ever a problem, the organization will take care of it. I, problem, I promise. They will every single time. <laughs> but a lot of you guys, you just don't understand. And, the, the you know, Seth, Seth is one of the fucking, you know, is awesome in every way possible. Seth has injured multiple people with, with pretty big things. It happens. It happens. It can happen on any of us. Roman broke my ribs, cracked two of my ribs. I never once fucking, I've talked about it multiple times. Never once, I, I told him to spear me hard when I had Seth on my shoulders for the elimination chamber. It was a freak accident. I didn't miss any time. 
He fucking, he doesn't, it just happens. Things you're, you're literally hitting grown men, hitting each other on things. I've had seen it. FU at the attitude adjustment where I came down on my head. I had neck shit for a year into my arms. I didn't miss any fucking time. Didn't fucking hold it against John. I was mad too. I didn't fuck. Maybe I could have posted off a little more to get myself just happens with things, but you guys, like, it's just like, you guys don't understand or you don't want to understand any of it. And you just want to just attack people with, Oh, take it away. Cancel them. Oh, take everything away because we're losers and we have nothing. And we want to see them lose everything too. And we'll feel good for the day until we go on and try to ruin somebody else's life the next day. That's the, literally your guys's fucking mindset and attitude. And you wonder why you don't got jack shit in life. It's because you're fucking losers and you have a loser mindset. You got to get fucking hungry and start fucking winning. And you fucking start winning by fucking being more positive and fucking rooting for people rather than rooting against people. But that's your fucking problem. You don't want to fucking look in the mirror. And that's my thoughts on that. I'm curious on your thoughts on it when we get to today's calls. Super chat here, Rex Gardner. Hey, Ryback, any chance would you be interested in being a guest on Cafe Day, Renee? Rex, I, the, uh, I don't know who you are. Who's Rex Gardner with that? Just, I guess, reach out at some point on that. I do my show five days a week on here. If he wants to pop in and come talk, he's more than welcome to. I've always gotten along well with him. Hello, hello. All right, let's get rocking and rolling. We'll kick off today's show. Oh, our man Shawnee coming on hot here right off the bat. Set the tone. Shawnee, Shawnee has a positive attitude. He's one of the good ones. <laughs> What's going on? Big guy. Happy Wednesday, baby. Happy Wednesday. How are you? I know every day it seems like a bit, but I like talking to you. So no, you're positive. I think it, I just like enjoy good conversation. So thanks, man. Hopefully, yeah. at some point this show we're we're so big that it's like thousands of people on the queue, and I'm oh, like yeah. I can't fucking find you. And I'm looking. Where's Shawnee? <laughs> Hell yeah! I hope that man. I, I pray that day comes. I wish they just show, if they would just show my show to my followers, that wouldn't be much of a problem. I know. It's, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> six million followers and and it's just it's just insane man yeah. but i woke up today I, I i was there ass naked i went in front of the mirror <laughs> and i was like feed me <laughs> and i started fucking making muscles and shit i'm like yo today's the day baby i started eating healthy i start I, i'm not drinking soda anymore uh, I'm gonna start today, and I'm gonna keep you progressed on my uh, on my progress. I love it. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say you 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 woke up butt ass naked, and you you were outside still doing the thing for Goldberg Ryback to get people's attention. Just really stepping it up. Just really trying to make sure everybody knows that I want that match. topic that you brought up so i saw i didn't know anything about it till you started talking about it and i just googled it so i know that uh he heard uh 
uh, Biggie, and, and I know it's not, you know, listen, this happens. Like, it's a physical contact sport. Like, you think uh, that guy on the Bills, Damar Hamlin, who got paralyzed, yeah. you know, for a, a day, like, you think that guy meant to hurt him? Like, no, absolutely not. Like, yep. these are things that happen in sports. And you're right. It's something about the fan. Like, and, and, and I don't know why wrestling fans are different from... Well, a lot of them fans. are retarded, Shawnee. <laughs> let's let's be honest. I'm not even. We're not even sugarcoating. They fucking and, and and I say that mentally retarded people are the kindest people on the planet, but they, they are fucking missing some sort of fucking a chromosome or two something. They ain't fucking right. The the good ones are fucking great, but the ones that they're fucking just straight up. I, like I, I call them Terrence and Phillips from South Park. Like, like like you can't even reason with them. They lack common sense, sarcasm. I, Shawnee, I, I don't, I'm not even kidding, brother. My dad took me to an event when we were kids and I watched on TV. My dad, my dad didn't want to go. My dad didn't like wrestling. He loves, he loves real sports with it. it. And, and so, but he's happy. He loves all this. He has all my figures, everything. But we're walking through the fucking to, to go to our seats. And like, I'm like, in the, I, I grew up, I'm like a, a jock in, in sports and like, I'm, I have regular friends and like, we're walking and I, and I just noticed, like, I go, I go, dad, what's wrong with all these people? And he just goes, son, they're fucking retarded. <laughs> it was my shallow how moment with my dad for wrestling fans of like, where I just never forgot it. I go, yeah, fuck they are. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it's so weird to me. Like how, like, and then they'll like send like heat mail, like to these people's like, like, like the, the you know what it is? It's the extent that they go to, yeah. to like, let their, like, like, bro, your fucking opinion or whatever doesn't matter. Like, the, no matter what you do, sending death threats or whatever, it doesn't matter. Nothing you says matters. And they have this feeling that like, they think that it matters. They think that they're like friends with these people. Like, yeah. bro, you're not friends with with them like even me like I'm, I'm you know like i know for sure like like i love zach i love you know brian but like i buy i'm a customer of theirs like and yes like am i friendly with them yes but i'm not their fucking friend you know what i mean yeah like they're, you, you know they'll say oh shorty's awesome like i yeah of course i know shorty like but they're not getting you know i'm not if, if i need something i'm not calling that cardona you know what i mean yeah like and that's the weirdness of it. But uh, I saw, like, so why would they, big guy, why would they have somebody do a two-man spot if, if uh, you know, uh, if there's only one man to do it? Like, why would they have something like that? Are you talking about, like, with the Rich Holland and Big E move? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, why would they set somebody to do a two-man they, spot? They want it. That's not a, so that's not, that's a one-man spot. It's just you're doing it against a really large guy that, on the floor out there that and the, like big e is a very heavy guy, He's a big guy. people right, don't but right. that move is and i don't you don't know if guys get slippery big sweaty hot guys out there all those muscles get all all you don't know if they're baby oiled yes. up but like that move the overhead belly to belly move the, you have to be able to i the, the way i was always taught is too is when you're going over on that you could post off the guy's shoulders usually as you're going over and help get yourself cleared with it and all it takes is just slipping or not like if you don't jump at the same like the in coordination when, when they're trying to go and like guys you can you have to be you have to have a good grip on them and hook them at the right spot to that when got you it. when you arch back on that that you got that grip around them and you're going to be able to shoot them over you're giving them enough momentum yeah but like that was just it, it was a, a thing and they i don't know if they've not worked together a lot biggie knew that move was coming 
most yeah. they, they they probably planned that out and it was just something and like like it just it was a freak accident where they just yeah. you can even even if your arms you've got them hooked around the waist and like as you go to jump and like you go to go and he's just a, a, a one one hundredth of a second off and like your arms slip up a little bit as you're going to like shoot back your arms around his waist come up an inch or two that might be the difference between not getting him cleared with it it's yeah. like but so it's something like that on that where you'd probably be it's like if you've never done that move. The ideal thing, like you would want on that, is and they could have done this. I don't know. Is <laughs> hey, he's a really large guy. We're gonna do this spot on the outside. Get a crash pad and let's do it on a crash pad um, before the show, just to make sure we, we're good and we can clear. Get it done. And sometimes you, you might do that, but out there it still goes wrong. Or it just was something they just thought they could do because it's a move that guys do routinely, and it just was. We saw it just just took took a little bit with it. But my thing is like. It happens, and this is unfortunate. You know, Samoa Joe yeah. is a, an amazing wrestler. I love Samoa Joe. Yep. Tyson Kidd got his neck broke on his finisher, on on the, yep. and it was a freak accident. That doesn't mean Samoa Joe is a dangerous wrestler. He's a bad guy. It, it just know, shit. Yeah. This is a, the most physical thing in the world, and things go wrong sometimes. And it's like, but like yeah. people just like are, they people don't know the facts either of why things went wrong and. But they yeah, just react, not, act, and react not, online, yeah. and you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just spewing, spewing like from nothing, senseless brains. It, it's know? they want to be upset over something, so it's like it's a mindset of they're going to be up every day. They're upset over something different. That's just the flavor yes. of the day. Yes, uh, big guy. What? Uh, two more questions before I let you go. So, first one is, what? Uh, how many figures do you have? Uh, like, how many figures did they make of you during your run? And do you have all of them? I'd have to go count. I have a lot. They're in my up on my upstairs in my game room. <laughs> I got a collector's case of um. They did a lot, but they did a lot early on. In my last couple years, they still made them, but not as much as they did the first few, uh, like three years. Got it. They, but I, I mean, I had, I have a lot. I mean, I'm they. They did a lot of merch with me, and and I was I'm very grateful for that in a very short yeah. period of time. But it, I mean, it's double double digits. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Start, I'm going to start collecting them now that I know, you know, now that I uh, got to know you more, I'm going to start collecting all of them. Um, oh, thank you. And add them to my collection. I've got to message Zach and see, because he, he, we didn't talk Sunday. i got to shoot him a message and see when he's free. Yeah, yeah. Well, they had the Cody thing last night. I guess uh, the American Nightmare a documentary came out or whatever. Oh, i got to see that. Yeah. Was that, that's, was that on Peacock? I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. Um, I don't know if it's out yet, though, because they had the opening yesterday. Oh, okay, okay. So they were all there uh, at the the red carpet or whatever, you know. So, does Zach, did he wear that 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 nightmare jacket? He, <laughs> <laughs> he had the fucking like. He had this like. He always looked sharp, but yeah, he was like, "Yo, I'm not wearing that fucking nightmare jacket." That was the deal. Cody wanted everybody in the nightmare jacket and weight belts. I thought, yes, with slacks. Yes, yes. He was like, I put it up for sale right now. <laughs> <laughs> Cody stole my fucking weight belt design, by the way. That fucker. Cody knows what he did. I, I'm, I'm happy for him. I, I'm still coming back with my weight belt. So the, yeah. the guy that makes his make mine, he's. Yeah, yeah. He uh well I, I switched companies. I used the company he uses to do my feed me more nutrition belts, but he's he's done well with those, man. 
I couldn't WWE wouldn't sell them for me when I was there. That's like yeah, they people have no idea. Cena came up to me and goes, "You're fucking smart." And uh, and the merch people they wanted WWE wouldn't make them. I had all the belts. I just go, you guys, this is fucking stupid. So that's like yeah, people have no idea, man. It's just I'm happy though. He deserves everything. So yeah, yeah. I'm still gonna fucking wear him though, Cody. Hell yeah, Cody, Cody, man, like. He seems like such a good guy. Like he is. I, I can't explain it, man. You know, I don't know him personally, but everybody that I know that knows him personally never says a goddamn bad word about him. And yeah, no, he's wrestling. That's rare. Yeah, know? yeah. No, he's a good. He's a good human being. He exact. He likes to storytell when he gets around Daniel Bryan a little bit. But other than that, I, I, yeah, I heard. I heard he called Cardone, Cardona, Cardi, and I fucking died. I was, <laughs> I was dying, but. Um, second big guy, uh, and lastly, uh, what was your worst travel experience when you were wrestling? Um, like, did you have any, like, I know you're traveling so much, right? Like, did you have any bad stories or good stories or, you know, um, just anything like when it comes to traveling? Matt, no, I, every, I'm trying to think of if there were any, like the, the worst things are whenever, like, just like travel delays, um, and I, I don't really, I think I got pretty lucky on that where I like, I always got home when I was supposed to get home. I never oh, like, wow. um, I, I'm just trying to think of, of where something there was, I, I've had, so there was a thing in, uh, this was towards the end when I was really unhappy in WWE, we were in Stanford or around there. We had a, in Hartford, we had a show in Hartford. Okay. It was a huge snowstorm and it was like, it was, this was in 2016 or 15, uh, they wanted everybody. The show got canceled, I believe, because there was a huge snowstorm for like a three day thing where they, they told people to stock up on things and you're not allowed to go outside. Like it was yes. it was bad. And, and I just go and they so the show was going to be delayed like for a week. And they but they wanted everybody to stay there. And I was just like, I'm not fucking staying in a fucking snowstorm that we have time to get out of. <laughs> In Hartford, Connecticut. Yeah. Like, in a hotel. <laughs> like it was it was just but like everybody's just so used to like. Just, like I had to get home. I had my, my girlfriend and dogs. I, I'm like, I'm fucking not going to, why would I can go back to sunny, beautiful Las Vegas? I go, yeah. why would I just stay here for another week? Because you don't want anybody leaving on things. Yeah. I go, no, you guys can just fly me back in. And so I drove like 10 or 12 hours to another airport to in Cleveland. That was the, the Holy shit. just so that I, I drove it all in one shot, Shawnee. I didn't, I didn't even, I just said, I'm not giving I don't give two fucks. I go, everybody's just so goddamn scared. I go, why? It wasn't that I I understand you want people because the show, but they were trying to save money and like not let John not fly people home. But my thing is our lives were in danger. They didn't know how bad this was going to be with it. And luckily everybody was okay. But like, this was like, they were telling people, if you live there and can get out, get out with it. Like where they were like, no, 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 just hunker down guys, go get some beef jerky and some fucking, some fucking waters and, and everything will be good. Hopefully. And I was yeah. like, no, I'm not going to take this chance. I'm going to go home to my girlfriend and my hot girlfriend and, it's and your dogs. Fucking life. Like, you can do whatever you want. Like, yeah. you, you know, you're not, you're not, in that week, it, you being there, uh, you not being there didn't affect Did it? Not at all. And I flew back know? in for the show and everything was fine. And everybody yeah. else didn't work out and stayed in their hotels the whole week and like acted and like ate, like had to eat junk food. I'm just like, I didn't miss yeah. a beat. But I, I was like, I just go, that was, you know, that was a long drive, but with that just, I was like, I'm not, I literally just got out though. I go, we had time to leave still. I just started driving and by oh, two, who was it? RVD, uh, 
when he when he refused to go overseas or something, like they were telling them like you gotta go, and he's like, no, I'm not fucking going. Like <laughs> you know, yeah. And, 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 like and he was like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Like you know, you're putting my life in danger. Like they will do that like, routinely, and they don't people. They will put you in bad situations that you don't need to be in. Or and they, they make way too much money. We all do to be put in situations. Now I understand things happen, and you want to do. And then I go when you're when you're dealing with human lives. It's like, yes. What all of us they they just didn't want what they wanted. They didn't want like they should have ideally if they wanted people in the area to say, hey, look, you know, uh, drive to the next nearest city that that is clear and not going to get hit by the storm so that you're yeah. at least nearby, but at least you're out of the way of danger. But then they would have had to pay for like the rental cars or the flight or whatever. Yeah, they don't but, want to do that. Yeah. Yep. And so I just go, I go, you fly us all in and out every week anyways. Like it was, just, it was just silly, just silly. And, uh, but everything was fine. So. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Thanks big guy for having me on. And, uh, I hope you have a great Wednesday and I'm happy we started the show with some good energy, man. I appreciate it. Likewise, brother. You have a good one. Thank you. You too, man. Later, man. Sean, did you just say later, babe? <laughs> I thought you were saying, I, I could have swore you said later, babe. Oh, that is weird. The, uh, let me get to a super chat here. E. Wilkie, thank you, says, hey, Ryback, just got done with a workout listening to your past podcast. You are honestly an amazing person. Don't let anyone tell you different. Thank you very much, brother. I greatly appreciate that. Sure, I'll scroll down and somebody will tell me different pretty quickly on that. But don't worry, I never let it stop me. I know the goals that I got to get done every day. And a hater has never stopped me from doing what I need to do. And a positive comment has never stopped me from doing what I need to do. It's nice to hear them, though. <clears throat> Rex Gardner, thank you, brother. Uh, what's my opinion of Melina as a talent in person? I just talked to her a few weeks ago. We were uh, talking on Twitter. She was uh, She's friends with Alicia Fox. The day Alicia came on the show, and I, I've talked to Melina before. I did a signing with her a couple of years ago. We were next to each other and uh, got, got along great. I never was around her as a, as a talent up there. We we were at different times, but I've enjoyed I She seems like a lovely person. Uh, I would love to have her come on. I know she's on Twitter. I know it was hoping to get her on one of these times, but uh, we'll see. She seems like a sweetheart. William says, is it true you're scared of Goldberg? I mean, I've only challenged him. I'm the 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 only current wrestler person in wrestling or involved with wrestling that has challenged him for his final match. So I think that would, would say that I'm not scared of him, but a lot of your guys' mark logic doesn't make sense to begin with. So you're probably in your head, you heard me, I feed me Goldberg, I want Goldberg. And you're like, oh my God, Ryback's scared of Goldberg. That's how your fucking brain processed everything. So, like, that's where we're at in 2023. Go fucking work the Wendy's drive-thru and someone says, yeah, I'll take a double fucking with bacon and give them a fucking fried chicken sandwich because that's how your brain processes fucking information. I can't make sense of it with some of you guys. Mark Logic. It's, I'm just, I'm not, and I, I know I say, said that some of them are retarded. It's like, we all know they ain't fucking right in the head. Meltzer, look, just look at, he ain't fucking right in the head. That motherfucker ain't processing things the way I'm processing things. I could tell you that much. <clears throat> All right, let's take another caller. 
Hello, hello. I see we got Chase in here again. I'm bringing Chase, Chase the Stalker. He's in here as Real John Reigns. We're going to go ahead and pull up his account. We're going to block him off the show so he can't be a part of the show. Very good. Try again under another account, you stupid bitch. And wait till you see what's coming for you. <laughs> uh, it's too easy now. I can We can filter him out every way possible. Oh, I cannot wait. I cannot wait to make the announcement I'm going to make. So... That just shows, but that's Mark Logic, his his retarded fucking brain. This guy thinks it's still a good idea that when he's being tracked to continue to do what he's doing, when we can, we're tracing him on all his accounts. Go pretend to be your female little fucking accounts on Twitter and retweet all your hateful things and say, team, no sleep. And we're fucking watching you, brother. And you're going away. You're going to do time. So continue to tell yourself that you're not with everything. Like, it, it, it's, I don't know what else to tell you with it. But you just keep living your life of fucking misery. Your fucking wife left you for a very good reason. How you ever got her, God knows who. I can't wait to have a conversation with her, by the way, about you. To learn some more about your, your, your personal life. You fucking loser. Moving on. Take your little voice changer. Put some Vaseline on it and shove it up your little Mark ass. Oh my God! This hey. is an honor. How you doing, Ryback? I'm well. Sorry, you had to hear that. What's going on? No, I, bro, I've been here the entire time, and I've been here for that exact reason. How are you today? I'm doing well. Doing well. Life, no complaints over here. I'd love to hear that, man. I'd love to hear that. Uh, Ryback, right I got a couple questions, brother. And All right. I hope you're not taking too much of your time. Okay, go so ahead. My first question would be. Because we were talking about this earlier with, you know, Dominic Mysterio and all that. And I saw that he, you know, won that North American Championship. Do you think he was sent down because of the shit he's been doing recently? Like, he's been very botchy, I guess you would say? I would think that would be a very odd thing. It's, they don't. I don't think they view that as sending him down. They, they put talents on TV down there routinely. I think they're doing it to help the NXT ratings. And I don't think they would do that by putting a championship on him as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that was just a way to get a championship on him and help the Hunter's pretty involved with all that. I think it, it, they're trying to get NXT the rub from the main talents. Right. And they, they do that with people re- weekly on that. So I, I think that's just part of that whole deal. Okay, that makes sense. Because, I, you know, like Mustafa Ali and then Baron Corbin, they were all sent down there too. I thought it was like just like, oh, they polish up their shit and come back. Because, I mean, yeah, Dolph was sent. I mean, that makes a lot of sense, actually. But even coming from your standpoint. But they, they um, what they're doing that with like guys like Corbin and them is they're giving a chance to re, to get their identity back uh, and work out any of the kinks down there. But it also helps out NXT by putting main talent on the TV down there, and then it helps them get there so that they're ready to go once. And not to say that ever, it's going to happen with everybody, but like Corbin, you know, obviously has been on the main roster forever. That was yeah. a way for him to kind of get that identity going and back on, you know, probably for a few months down on NXT maybe even half a year, and then to, to come back on TV and people are more uh, familiar with him again down there on that. But he's also helping NXT being down there as well. So that's kind of why that happens. And, and also for guys, there's only so many spots on the main roster. So if they're going to do a character change, it, it's a way whereas before they will keep guys off of TV. Now they kind of, they could just put them down there and, and like they're, they're helping that NXT brand but they're, they're taking a break from the main roster so that when he comes back in six months or four months or whatever it is, it's a fresh thing. So, 
that's actually really interesting. I didn't actually see it like that. I'm that's like, how that's how they, that is that I'm just I'm telling you straight up that's why they do it a lot of the times. Not a hundred percent, but a lot of the times. Yeah, yeah. I can only give you that, like, from doing it logic, like, and, and knowing that how they, why they do certain things. So absolutely, absolutely. And I know you were saying this earlier that uh, fuck Meltzer. Um, what is your opinion on star ratings? I think no. That's I think everybody's entitled to their opinion on like ratings, and I'd have no problem with that. Right. I just think that, they, but he's he's mixed in lies and, and telling lies about people for profit for many years. With that. So like that, you know, I don't have a problem when people giving facts, like talking about the ratings or things that they know specifically, like where they do the work and can give specific facts on what I don't like, because I know he's done it with me personally multiple times is somebody who puts out a lie for to get clicks and to get people to, to, to cause drama and controversy in their life for no reason whatsoever, because they may not like him or they may not agree with him. But like, it's just fucking wild to me. So, mm-hmm. but no, I, I just think that I think that though that anybody anybody can rate a match or do whatever but i just think i i just don't pay any attention to it and most guys don't that fucking understand this now i can't speak for like the fan base that follow and whatnot but like if he likes a specific thing in a certain style he's more than entitled to have that opinion and do that i just don't think it's worth putting any stock into for anybody that knows what this is about so like i've never once like ever fucking worried about you know i'm not not once like, oh God, I, I hope Meltzer liked my match. Like, I'm no, I'm listening to the fucking crowd lose their shit, yeah. getting real reactions every night more than everybody doing all the shit that he supposedly likes. So if I could fucking hit the ropes and slap my head and go stupid and more people are engaged with that than do a fucking 450 off the top through 30 fucking tables 100%. on fire, like I'll do that. So hundred percent. And yeah. I mean, like this is like a personal thing with me. Like I've had the experience of being in the crowd when Ryback is in the ring and holy shit, you know, like it's a, it's an experience. It's an experience. You get an earthquake when you walk out, man, you hear that feed me more and you're like, Oh fuck. Where was this at? Edmonton, Alberta. Rogers, Rogers, no, Rogers, it's not Rogers anymore. It's Rex Hall now. In Alberta, Canada? Edmonton, yeah. Yeah, Edmonton, yeah, yeah. My brother, that, that's very cool, man. Yeah, man. It was, I think it was, yeah, it was Ryback VR Truth, I'm pretty sure. Or was it, I I, yeah, I think I wrestled Truth there when I was a heel, and Kofi, I put through three tables in Edmonton as well. Yeah, yeah. It was a live event too, which made me even fucking crazier, but that was memorable. I could never forget that. So I wanted to thank you also with, uh, aside from all the shit that's going on now, you are still a very positive person. You're still, you know, someone who puts out consistently puts out someone. Uh, you make people laugh. You make people Thank smile. You. Even with your YouTube stuff, even with your calls, you know, all this <coughs> kind of stuff. You know, there's never a negative uh, vibe that comes from you anymore. Thank you very much. Whatever that was, you know, um, people can talk all they want about, oh, you know, this is what we hear is like, oh, you know, right, right back is over, this and that. But we are just seeing right back in the back. You know, it's not. It's, it's not the end. This is just the beginning. And we're glad to see you that, uh, we're glad to see you back, man. It's been a long time coming. And it's, you know, last time I saw you was 2015. So, you know, it's a couple of years ago. Oh, brother, it, it's a long time ago. It, it's crazy. So I, I'm very blessed to have gotten my health back. And 100%. I appreciate the love and support because it's like, it, it, you guys, if you listen to the show, I think it, you've got a different feeling rather than people that just read dirt sheets and choose to listen to the lies and the BS. So I appreciate it. 100%. We appreciate you too, man. It's uh, it's also not uh, every day you get to talk to a wrestler that you've seen. Um, you know, I got to see Kane one time, not going to lie, he was kind of a dickhead. <laughs> but that's just like a personal thing. He was he was like, uh, 
It's very stern, you know. Wait, 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 hold on. What was your Glenn Jacobs experience, the mayor of, of Tennessee? What happened with Kane? It was the color of my skin that really turned him off, to be honest. But you know that we'll talk about that another day. Whoa, whoa, brother, that's crazy. What? <laughs> no, no. Oh, dude, you've seen how much he's changed. You've seen how much he's changed. I no, Glenn. I think Kane, Kane is one of the nicest people I've ever met. So I'm like, I don't understand. I don't. I, don't, I want to know what happened. Oh, dude, he was like. He saw me and my siblings, and he like completely shunned us off, shook our hand, didn't even take a picture, walked away. I was like, "What the fuck?" Wait, did we you do something to him? Thing. Yeah, no, we didn't want to pay him anything. He was just walking in the airport. This is Montreal. Oh no, so but that—that's my thing. I'm trying to get where. So you're in the airport with him? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's where like all the airport people are that are signing and want things though. With oh, that? No, no. This is like 2013. This we were like kids. This isn't recent. So what you you were kids and you guys just wanted what you wanted a picture from him? We wanted a picture with unmasked corporate Kane, and he was like, "Nope, fuck off, can't take a picture, gotta go." I was like, "Wow." Did he, did he really say fuck off, or did he just say like, yeah, "No"? He said fuck off to the kids. I was like, "Dude, that's the same." I Matt, I've never seen him act like that. I don't know. I I can't. I can't. I wasn't there, but. I mean, obviously, that's that's a more personal experience than anything. Yeah. No. I, I'll just say uh, he's. People can have have bad moments, so sometimes. That's exactly what it is, right? It, I can tell you, there's a lot of times that, like, and I always just when I don't want to, I just say no thanks, and I've had people that get really angry at that. Oh, 100%. but but um, and not specifically with kids. That's adults. Kids, I, I I view a lot differently on that. Where you don't. Like I just met what's that? Camp? I don't know his real name, but I just met Cass or Big Bill or whatever, and he was a really nice guy too. Like I met Tony Storm; they were great. Yeah, because AEW was just in Edmonton too. And shit, man, it was uh, it was phenomenal. Not gonna lie. Sometimes though, with wrestlers in airports, what I could tell you though is it could be really hit or miss because airports are miserable in general. And like yeah. he could be, he could have missed a flight or had a late flight or had a, a, a connection issue or like I don't know the circumstances, like or been late to his gate and like it. it you never know, but I, I'll never. I, I I would hope that he didn't say fuck off. But I the crazy thing is, he actually did. Yeah. But the thing is that, like, I understand when it comes to even being older now, I understand that wrestlers have their own lives and, like, they don't need to tend to everybody. You know, that's what it is. Um, and sometimes even us as adults or kids or whatever, or fans, or marks even, fucking don't understand that. We're like, oh, the wrestler needs to give us a time because we pay money to see them. We yeah. don't pay money to see you. We They pay you. You know, the company pays you. Yeah. And then we pay the company to watch the fucking product. And that makes the that makes all the sense in the world. There's only one wrestler and there's there's billions of people on the planet as well. So that's why I always try to tell like we you get stopped a lot throughout the day when you especially when you're active on TV and going through so it's like you you'll like on any given day a wrestler could have 50, 60, 70, 100 interactions. Exactly. And like it, all it takes is 90, 99 of those hundred are great. And one of them's bad. And like, that could have been the one bad. And yeah, it's like, I, it, you know, there's nothing personal against that either. I, I don't hold it against him. It just makes me laugh because it's one of those memorable moments. Like, you know, you know what? I hope to God you get to see him again at some point. That would be really, I would like for you to meet him again and to have a positive interaction. Cause it, and erase that negative one. Cause it, that would be really cool if that could ever happen. Cause you seem like you have a pretty fair mindset on that. Like you, but We'd have to get you to Tennessee. Anyone in professional wrestling, even like as a fan, as because we, we all start off as fans, and then we end up, you know, branching off to whatever goes on. Yeah, and that's something I always, you know, look towards. Is like a shit. Um, even with yourself, you started off as I'm sure a fan, and then you ended up being the phenomenon that you are. So 
that's just like the way it goes in life and that's all good you know i'm i'm still gonna be a fan i'm not gonna say fuck kane you know i'm not gonna say fuck ryback because he didn't take my call why would i do that that makes no sense and the fact that you did makes it even better my wednesday my fucking week just became better man so i appreciate that i appreciate you for uh you know taking the time out of your day to enlighten me a little bit more about your life about uh the industry itself and uh, yeah, I appreciate you, bro. Thank you so much. You're very welcome, brother. And you have a good one. I appreciate it. Thank you, brother. You as well. Take care, man. Take care. We had to block the stalker and on another account, he was pretending to be Christina with a little dwarf kind of little figure in the uh, <laughs> profile. He has a real thing for pretending to be woman on there as well. He thinks that that's going to be able to like, brother, I'm doing you a favor, keeping you off. You want to add more time? You want me to bring you back on? You want to use your little voice box, little voice little changer deal like come on like like that's going like literally after this it just they, they they're gonna have all the accounts with it just keep tacking it on good to see all of you in the chat hello hello but i it probably is driving you crazy huh just wondering when is it gonna be that they show up to make that arrest. <laughs> because it's coming, brother. You won't know when and you won't know where, but it is all in the works. I can't, like, it's it's a beautiful thing. You you don't even exist anymore on here. You, we don't even say your name. You, you're, you're, you're deleted off the channel. You have nothing, nothing to show for you throwing your entire life away. And you're here, you're trying to come back as Christina. Did you throw on your wig to come back on? Hi, Ryback. This is Christina. I swear to God. I swear to God. I swear to God, man. We owe you try to talk. You can't talk slow. You just you get all worked up with your little mark mind, your little brain. Oh, man. Let's move on. Bring on Jared. Hello, hello. Hello. Uh -huh. We uh, Jared was also Chase, pretending to be Superman. We've got him blocked as well. Nice try. You're you're a little too slow there. How many accounts are you listening on, brother? <sighs> Moving on. Bring on Autumn. Autumn, we know is a real person. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. I actually got some good news today I want to share with you. Oh, let's go. So I um, am decorating your corner today. I actually have pictures, and one of the nurses is bringing a sticky pack so we can put them on the wall. Anyway, so I had a doctor's appointment and blood drawn. Literally, they're having to take my medicine down, and I've been on levothyroxine for years. And they're like, you'll never get better. You'll never this. You'll never that, right? Like, you're just going to have to take this pill. What does it and do? I what is that for? Uh, hypothyroidism. Okay. So so they just cut me back. They were like, dude, your levels are su super low. Uh, Well, no. Like, lower than the normal range. Like yeah. Where they shouldn't be. Almost pushing it the other direction. So they cut my medicine down, and I lost two pounds, and I've been off of sodas for two and a half days. 
Good job. You want to know uh, what else can be really good for the thyroid? What? Coconut oil. Have you heard of that? Yes. Are you taking it or no? No, because I don't know the, what to take because there's so many brands. All you got to do is just so on Amazon, buy an or, or go to a health food store, buy an organic coconut MCT medium chain triglyceride. triglyceride. It'll say coconut MCT oil and take two to three tablespoons a day. And I bet you anything that there's a good chance that they remove you off that medication altogether, but just take it. It's you can take it. It's not going to just take it. Your thyroid. It, it, I'm telling you, I've, I've seen it firsthand in myself, restore my thyroid when I was younger. Well, I'm, I'm, I told them like, I was thinking in, in my head, cause I, I called my mom. I was like, it sounded like they were telling me what they've been telling me before, but this time I'm like what, wanting to fight them on it. And I'm like, I was thinking in my head, watch me. Because I don't, I, I'll come off and I'll let them watch my labs, but I believe I can come off of it. And I think it's just something clicked in my brain about this. Well, if you make, all you have to do is keep making positive changes and that should at some point, and, and you know, don't do anything against what they're having you do. But in, in, at some point when you think, and, and you have to have that conversation with them and say, look, I would like to see how I do off of this for, for two or three months and get retested. And I'm telling, but keep that coconut oil going strong on your own. I, I, I'm telling you, I, I think it's, I've seen it. There's a lot of people that have done this and it's, but you, you always follow their orders and, and make sure that they're in with it. And uh, if you believe strongly enough and you're doing the right things and you make positive changes in your, in your diet, I really think that anything is possible on certain things like that when it, in regards to that anyways, specifically. That's great news though. Yeah, I'm so excited, and I've been, uh, I have something to say about the whole wrestlers and interactions from an outside kind of perspective and a female that's super emotional. Like, when they say don't walk away or anything like that, I've met three different wrestlers where I've had moments with them because I was respectful and stood away from them. This was before COVID, and you have six yeah. years away. Yeah. But my first experience was in 2016, and it was leading up to was it money in the bank something anyway um in san antonio i remember that it was like in august in texas and i had uh, several wrestlers call me forward to like fist bump or sammy zane started a tirade like right in front of me because i was saying something but we were having an interaction because i was kind and not like you know people were grabbing and pushing and but it was really cool that if you if you just stand back, you can have really cool moments with people. Um, Dana Brooks actually has come back on my radar because she was saying something about just staying positive and people are just giving her a hard time. I remember I had a sign ripped up by Dak before he left. He ripped my sign and threw my Sharpie. <laughs> and so she ended up signing my paper. And as she was leaving, I was like, hey, can I have a hug? And she just like reached over the barrier. And super, like, the nicest person you'd ever meet. Yeah, no, I think everyone, it's, you're always going to have different interactions with, with different talent at different times. And, you know, I've seen Dana as a sweetheart. I knew her briefly when I was there. And uh, and, and I talked to her a couple times even after I'd left. And she's a she's a sweetheart. But she we all get a lot of hate on different things. It's just it's people. There's so many people out there. And there's just people of a negative mindset that, that hate and attack for whatever. So... She's done well, and, and she's still there, and I'm glad you had a positive interaction with her. 
Oh yeah, several several people, and and I've had um, the wrestlers actually play to me because I was being allowed now. They actually, um, Seamus uh, had Dolph by the hair, and he's like, "Are you not entertained?" And he was like holding his head up, like against the ropes, and like just being because I was like, "That's not nice." My 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 chants at him are crap. Just FYI, I was like, <laughs> "That's not nice," and he was like looking right at me, and I was like. Yeah, no, that's good. That's yeah, that's what we like. It, it's good when people engage and do stuff like that because you have something to play off of. Oh yeah, the, like it's about re- if you respect them, they'll give it back, and it may like those interactions, those moments that I had with just different people, just even looking at me, not like not having time to sign or whatever because they were going to the ring or whatever. But if you're nice to them, they'll they'll like play to you. They'll you know if you show a little respect, just a little bit. Absolutely. Interact with you. I agree. I, I'm glad you had a good interaction and, and keep, I, I'm telling you, get that coconut MCT oil and, uh, and and stay on it. I want to hear how you feel in a few weeks. Yeah, sure. I can do that. Good deal. Well, Autumn, thank you very much. And tell the nurses I said thank you again. Okay, will do. Bye. Bye-bye. Good deal. Thank you. Thank you. Let me see here. Chronic migraine is 15 or more headache days a month, each lasting four hours or more. Botox, onabotulinum toxin A, prevents headaches in adults with chronic migraine. It's not for adults with migraine with 14 or fewer headache days a month. It prevents, on average, eight to nine headache days a month versus six to seven for placebo. Prescription Botox is injected by your doctor. Effects of Botox may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness can be signs of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Side effects may include allergic reactions, neck and injection site pain, fatigue, and headache. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Don't receive Botox if there's a skin infection. Tell your doctor your medical history, muscle or nerve conditions, including ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome, and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. Ask your doctor and visit BotoxChronicMigraine.com or call 1-800-44-BOTOX to learn more. There's a lot that could impress you about the all-new Honda Prologue EV. True, it's got class-leading passenger space and clean, thoughtful design and intuitive technology. But what really sets the Prologue apart from the competition is that it's more than an EV. It's a Honda. Honda, the power of dreams. Visit honda.com slash prologue to learn more. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Bring on... Vinny Lombardo with a question. <clears throat> hello, hello, Vinny. Oh, what's up? Not much. How are you today? I'm good. What's on your mind? Uh, I want to talk about what I think is the most underrated IC title reign, which was yours in 2015. Ah, thank you. Uh, I love the matches you had, especially with uh, Big Show. I was a big fan of that match. I worked him a lot. I did me and him were on live events a lot in crowds. It was 
uh, they would oftentimes put that in the opening match, me versus Big Show for the IC Championship. And it would be like, it was like the crowd, man, he was so over everything. Reactions were so great. Like it was, uh, he was a lot of fun. He would bump for me. He, he man, I, I had a good time with him. Yeah, and it was great. Like the matches were great. And you also worked with uh, Kevin Owens. Yep. When he won the title. Yep. That was he was fun as well. We had we had a good little run there, a, a brief run there of, of a month or two with everything. So. Yeah, and, and I was like so happy because I was a huge fan, and uh, it was awesome to see you win the Elimination Chamber in 2015. Thank you. Great. No, that was that was a great moment. That was a, a cool thing afterwards, and even though the match. Was the chamber broke and all that stuff, but <laughs> those things are crazy. It was pretty cool to be a part of one of those because you know you, you see them on TV and whatnot, and those things are those things are just insane in person. Yeah, well, it seems. And also, I really love uh, winning your last match, or if your last match against Kalisto at a Payback 2016. Big fan of that match. Thank you, man. I love. I me and him, we wrestled quite a bit. Uh, we we did a lot of live events. I think our best matches were live events, and but we had good ones on pay per view and TV. Everything was just shorter, and um, but I, I really like. I loved our, my last match with him on Payback. I thought that was a, you know, I I thought that was a great last match to have for to to walk away from. So, it was great uh, talking to you again. I'm I'm a huge fan. Thank you, Vinny. Anytime, and you're welcome on whenever you've got more questions. I thank you. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Good deal. Appreciate the kind words, brother. Thank you very much. Love all the good good people we have on here. I had to block a couple more of the uh, the fake accounts <clears throat> with uh, the stalker. Which is a it's a very disturbing thing with the, creating fake account after fake account, but just keep helping us out because we keep pumping up those numbers, and it's going to pump up the time that you spend behind bars. And I've been very transparent and honest with you on it. And it, it's but if you don't want to you don't want to adhere to anything, and you, you're going to continue to dig that hole deeper, you go right ahead. If you want to call in at Ryback on Twitter spaces for the people watching on the other platforms, IG, we're going to go ahead and cut the stream on Instagram. You guys swing on over to Twitter spaces or Ryback TV on YouTube to continue watching the show. Thank you very much. Go ahead and just, there we go. We've got to entice the people to come to the other platforms. Can't give them everything for free on IG. Thank you very much guys. Party Marty with a question. Bring on Party Marty here. See how he's doing. Party Marty, what's up? Pretty good. You? Doing well, thank you. What's on your mind today? I uh, like you know how these uh, fake accounts uh, uh, turn uh, like put down wrestlers. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's nice at all because you guys are there hard for us and putting shows on for us, and I just don't like how everybody makes fun of wrestlers it, 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 we should all get along and you know yeah like wrestlers should just not yeah they don't deserve this crap i tell you it's it's a, it's a wild thing but i think it, it's just i love interacting with all the good people i think it's good to do this show and show everybody how good, there's a lot of good supportive people out there and 
all we can do is just focus on our goals and, and try to be work hard and be as a good human as much as possible and, and block out the bad. Yeah, that's true. Cause I just feel sorry that you got, you guys want like a social media to yourself too. And people just don't like respect that stuff too at all. And I, I don't like that because I get along with a lot of wrestlers and I, you know, I get along with all the wrestlers and stuff. But they, the, you know, the thing Marty is too, and I tell people this, it's okay not to like people or whatever. We're all human. The problem yeah. is, is they don't understand it's their mindset that they're holding themselves back. Because yeah. if you genuinely don't like somebody and you want yeah. you keep spending your time and like, or you try to get that person to stop living their life because in your head, you think they should listen to your rules or what you think on it. And all they are doing is creating more negativity and unhappiness in their own lives rather than if they were using that time to, to spread love and happiness or to follow accounts that they genuinely truly like that they got motivation from their lives would be so much better, but it, it, it's a reflection of a very poor mindset. And that is why I block that. I, I go, I don't want that mindset anywhere around me. And I'm actually trying to help people when I block, if I bring you any, any sort of unhappiness or negativity, I'm not stopping what I'm doing. So yeah. you're better off not viewing me and just going, moving on. But that, that it's something, it's one of those things and phenomenons in life that people that like they, they just they, they can't stop themselves or their own worst enemies. That's true. That's true. The only people I don't get along with when I watch my hockey, the referees miss calls. That's the only people I get mad at mostly. Referees should wake up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, uh, even on that, that's normal. That's a human reaction, though. But like now, if you were doing that and then you started like following all the referees on social media. And like sending yeah. them death threats and like stalking them yeah. and doing cra- like then now you're you're completely throwing your life away with no, it. I know that. I right? Wouldn't do, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I'll just say wake up a little bit. Uh, look at other teams and don't call. It, like it, it's also in wrestling they miss calls too too. But you know it's just not. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't send death threats at all either though. Either I'll just say just wake up a little bit. Smell the coffee. Yeah, but you just like the more time like on that, it's just like you can't. <laughs> the the things that have happened have happened. Like we just got to move on with our lives. And it's like, and, and it's, it's, it pertains to wrestling and things. It's like, if you don't like a wrestler or somebody, it's like, you're better off just not following them and engaging with them and interacting, but like to stalk them and like their followers or like, and to try, I just think it, I just go, it, it's something that I'll never understand. Yeah, that's true. I, I agree with you a hundred percent for that too. But everything, I hope everything else is going well, buddy, and I appreciate you coming on. Okay, thank you for having me on again, and I'll talk soon to you again. You're welcome, buddy. Take care. See you later. Party Marty, ladies and gentlemen. Party Marty, longtime listener of the Ryback Show. Let me see here. We'll bring on Steve. Steve, I love your profile, by the way. Married to a hot blonde, can leg press 1,200 pounds, and can knock out Jake Paul in 30 seconds. This is my favorite profile yet. I've had you on before. (laughs) What's going on? What's up, Ryback? Not much. How's your day going? It's going good, brother. I'm uh, glad I got the microphone. Glad I'm uh, able to speak to you. I want to try to make a couple points right quick, if you don't mind. Oh, please. Go ahead. All right, so I asked a couple questions, really, I should say. What's, first of all, what's your thoughts on this beef between L.A. Knight and Kevin Nash? I just keep seeing Kevin Nash talking all this shit about L.A. Knight. And, uh, you know, me being a fan 
of the Attitude Era and, you know, the older generation. L.A. Knight's one of the guys, one of the few guys that I can relate with today on uh, today's product. And it seems like he's such against the machine right now. They're not even wanting to put him on the show. And the crowd is, like, forcing, like, this push right now. They Every, every arena is giving him the loudest pops. L.A. Yeah. Knight's, like, the most popular guy in wrestling. And then you got Kevin Nash, you know, somebody should appreciate somebody like L.A. Knight, and he's just shitting all over him. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I don't know if he's shitting all, like, so, uh, I, Kevin, here, I got, I, what I think happens, and I saw a small bit is, and, and I, I feel, feel I can give you some good insight on this. So I think dirt sheets make things way worse. They, and I can tell you that they've already done it with the Booker thing, with what Booker, I went and watched Booker T's show, and I'll talk about that in a minute with everything and, and what he said. And because I've seen the, the, the headlines and what their people are sharing on the thing. And it's just, it's actually taken out of context and quite a, to, to quite a degree on that. They do the same thing with everybody, with all of us on this. So like it, you would have to go and let me ask you, have you watched the, what Kevin said in full on his podcast? I, I just saw like little clips. Like, or did I, you have, but that beyond I'm asking, I'm, this is very important. Or have you just read the dirt sheet clips on what they put out? I'm, I'm just reading dirt sheet. Yeah, I seen, I seen a little clip though of him like like uh, ripping on his shirts, on his merch and stuff like that. That's the only little clip I actually seen. But uh, other than that, I'm mostly just seeing what, on the dirt sheets what they're saying about Nash. Because so a lot, of, Kevin is a very sarcastic person as well, and this is something a lot of them what they'll do is they'll take things or they'll take a small little piece. And then, they, but he, where they won't add the, where he might've put him over right afterwards or, or said, look, I don't really know too much. Like I, but the thing, my thing is, is you have to listen to the show and what they're actually talking about in the context. If they're laughing, if they're having a good time, if they're not really, you know, he might go, oh, fuck LA night, but he's just joking around. Like it could be him in the coat. Like so many things are taking out of context on, from the shows for these fucking pieces of shit for their headlines. And what they do is they, they all dirt sheets are trying to create controversy and drama amongst wrestlers, even more that exist so that people like you then fuck Kevin and they go online and you guys start engaging on their post. They do this over and over and over and over. This is why they are the enemies on this. And you got to know, it's like, you have to listen to things in its entirety to, and you have to understand the person's sarcasm and sense of humor. Kevin is amazing. Kevin has had one of the greatest pro wrestling careers from a, from a success standpoint and a financial standpoint and the standpoint of being really over for a long period of time with that. So it's like Kevin also though has earned, you know, is, is like anyone that's done this, if he shares his insight, like he, look, he might not really understand what the, the hype with LA night is that that would be perfectly warranted on his part from his time in the industry. He doesn't just because he's getting over and he, he like that. He, he's very new. He hasn't done anything in the business yet with it but he is getting over and i want like i'm very pro like i think there's something with him with it now do i think wwe is going to capitalize on that fully i don't know because they want to control the stars so i think they're going to give him a little something to get people to chill out for a bit i bet you they give him a little run with the u.s title and they're going to try to find a way to fizzle it out in my opinion at some point because they don't want anyone getting over like he's getting over on their own i've dealt with it with myself and i've seen it with a couple other people kevin i think it's just he knows the business though and just he might not relate he might look at him and he he might just think he's a ripoff of stone cold and the rock he might not have he might not be watching him as closely as some of you guys are 
and maybe he can see. And I've seen different things that can distinguish himself with that because I'm watching a little closer than I even was six months ago because I made the same comment six months ago. He reminds me, I see a lot of Stone Cold on the Rock in him and not necessarily the best way. You never. It looks like he's on certain things, ripping certain things off with it. But he has enough of his own things that if he can stay away from the other things in his voice, he can't change and all that. I understand with that. But like, I think that there is something there and there's, he's definitely has, or, you know, getting over organically to a, to a, to a very good degree. And I want to see, hopefully, I just know what the system is and, and how it works kind of there with that. If you're not in that inner circle, it, tough luck with that. But like the, the dirt sheets are trying to get people worked up over Kevin's comments, making them the way worse than they probably really were is what I'm getting at. And so, but here's my thing though, you, and this is where people though, we're all busy doing different things. It's very easy to read a, a headline and just get mad rather than go, I'm going to go listen to the, in, to the clip and I want to go listen to the three or four minute clip. And I want to hear for myself how he's talking. <clears throat> and I'm going to give you an example, Booker T. Booker did his podcast with everything yesterday and, and, and starts off the show laughing with his, with his Mark co-host on everything with it on Ryback's not going to beat me up guys. Elephant in the room, blah, 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 blah with it. And I issued the fight. I talked about it yesterday on here. We could do it through Endeavor with UFC WWE on a premium live event. I've been very clear on this with it. Not at Bellator. That was on a, on a fucking <laughs> going off, giving you an example with it, but Hey, like we're not 15, you know, we're not going to fight on site, whatever. Like we can, we could do this the right way. We're professionals with it. You want to run your mouth? We could fucking step up and fight. Booker though, makes his comments on things and goes, like, look, like I'm not looking for a fight. You never know who, like, who can do what, blah, blah, blah. But it was very, he, he talked for like four or five minutes on the situation. They took a thing and tried to make a headline where it was like, yo, yo, on site, we're going, we're fighting on site. Like, if you go listen to the clip, that wasn't what he actually said. But the dirt sheets are taking something, they take it out of context with that. They don't, you, cause you got, but you got to go listen to the whole thing. Yeah, just from reading the stuff on Twitter, that's what it looked like to me. Like Booker T was like, "Go, know, go watch, go you go." Do me a favor, go watch his show from the day it, two days ago, wherever it was, or the, you'll find the link. It's on there on his on his thing. You go watch the whole clip and feel the vibe of that compared to what they're putting out, and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I mean, I get what you're saying with the dirt sheets. They're trying to put it out uh, worse than what it is, and you know, I had uh, you know, I was lucky enough to be backstage at a couple of events and I've I seen what the atmosphere is backstage compared to what they say it is on the dirt sheet. Yeah. So like it's a, a lot of BS that is on the internet. But but the, my thing is for you guys, these dirt sheet people are fucking retards. I can't make it any clearer to you guys. So good fans that are fucking normal brained, you're literally listening to fucking retards try to persuade you on things that aren't the reality of the situation. This is a problem. And this is what wrestling, it's fucking miserable for everybody in the business because everybody like, that's why it's like, you just got to come at them straightforward, but you guys got to listen to things in its entirety and not saying you got to listen to whole shows, but you've got to learn to block, not act and react off of dirt. sheet. You have to know instantly that, okay, they're looking for a negative reaction 99.9% .9 of the time. So they're going to put something out to rile you guys up as much as possible in whatever direction that is with it and so once you realize that then now you can be empowered where you go fuck that i'm just going to move on i'm not going to react or you can go look at your own before you decide to go and, and engage but like you guys and not saying you specifically but when you guys allow them to when you allow the dirt sheets to work you you guys are you guys are contributing to the hate online 
I see that's why I block a majority of people I block is because it, like I could see instantly where their mindset is, is they're acting and reacting off of a dirt sheet and they're getting fucking worked. And I go, I don't want to deal with anyone like that because they're going to get worked every time in a, in a negative way and they're spreading hate with it. So it's like, but this is, we got to raise awareness on this. This is what's fucking going on and it's getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah, I agree with uh, all of that, Ryback. I mean, definitely you can see that, you know, the dirt sheets. I, w- I wanted to point on uh, this Ridge Holland stuff too because I'm a big fan of uh, Pretty Deadly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, get, I get some crap from that. Some of my friends be like, that team, I'm like, yeah, I actually like Pretty Deadly. And uh, I watched the match. I, I rewinded the clip over and over. And, uh, I mean, I, there's really nothing he could have done in that situation right there. And I, I'm not saying that that guy is the perfect wrestler, but all he did is basically give him a backdrop and the guy got hurt like that. I don't think he had any control over the dude getting hurt with, like, doing a backdrop. No, and it's the thing people don't realize. He could have – that guy could have done something wrong on his end and hurt himself. And then – but he, the guy's getting the heat. Like, this is where people – but people don't know with it. That's the thing, and like it's it's just everyone wants to hate, and because that's the easy thing to do, because dirt sheets start putting out the bullshit on that. But that's where like you know, shame when other wrestlers are coming and stepping up, and like Sheamus is fucking really cool for doing that, and like and stepping up for him because it's like then more people need to do it because these people, man, they're they're just out to try to ruin everybody's life, and anybody that they're in favor of one day, they they'll be against them the next day they can, the moment they can make money off them in a negative way. So it's just, you gotta, but this shit is the toughest business in the world. People get hurt all the time with it. So it's like, what the, who the, like, it's just people of that mindset that were looking to bitch and complain no matter what every day for the rest of their lives about something. It's just, they're, they're just looking for something to latch on to. Yeah. I mean, another example of that is uh, I'm, I'm like the biggest uh, Bret Hart fan. And whenever he got hurt by Goldberg, you know, that was, that was pretty fucked up, but it's like, I never hated Goldberg for the situation. I just know that it was you know, shit happens. It was a bad accident in the move, you know? Horrible situation on that. And in Goldberg, probably, and I would say nobody feels worse about that than Bill Goldberg. We've all, like, it's, this is a, and you, you never want to hurt anybody. None, none of us ever want to hurt anybody in there. And it's, it, and to the, and, and try to hurt their career, try to cause them to, to lose money and whatnot. But like the things that, like, there's ways for talent to like learn how to protect themselves as well. And like, we're always taught to, to try to get your hands up. And like Rob Van Dam got me on a kick once on raw. It, it missed. I missed my, I couldn't, I couldn't catch it in time with it. And it got through and it, it, it connected really hard on me. And it, it fucking, it was, it was in there with it. I was mad at myself that I fucking my hand, I didn't get it to the spot that I let. I, I just, it was cause he was coming off the ropes and it was fucking, those things are, it, it's difficult with it. And he, it, it happens with it. But like, I never once ever looked at him and, and never got mad at him. It was like, it looked fucking great. I love the way that it looked and I was fine at the end of the day, but it's like, we're taught also how to do things to protect ourselves and, and whatnot and to try, but you, you never, ever want to hurt anybody on that. And it's just, things happen though. And it, you don't want it to become a routine thing. Obviously nobody does with that, but it's just people online, man, just hating and hating and hating and hating. And a lot of this stuff, it takes two to tango on, on pretty much all of it. So. I got another thing about the online harassment and stuff like that. You know, if you notice, a lot of these people that always send hate got like fake profiles or cartoons yep. pictures and stuff like that. You know, I want to ask you this. Do you think that that's actually some of the actual wrestlers behind fake profiles or like some of the people that don't want to say shit from their real account? You think that could be like... I, uh, I, mean, I mean, anything's possible. I would think that they would... I would, I would be shocked if wrestlers were spending their time doing that, though. 
Honestly, in this day and age, though, nothing surprises me. What I will tell you is, and I've talked about this before, I really, really believe we are in, in dire need with social media and Elon with like what's going on with me with this, this fucking loser stalker situation. We 100%, I believe, should be required to submit an identification to create an account that needs, I think we need stricter rules and regulations of the real world in here that we have to be able to prevent. Like if we have multiple accounts, they're linked to our ID with that. It, it, it's that information. Like, I don't understand why we're allowing people to create thousands of accounts and to not like to make death threats over and over and over and to harass. And, and literally you can create in the, with AI. This is really because where this can get out of hand and it is happening. There are companies that are creating fake accounts with AI to create hate and slander towards specific people to then get regular people to interact with those. And this is what Chase is doing on a smaller scale, even thousands of accounts, but a smaller scale. He is putting out all this hate and slander and retweeting it and liking it and getting it exposed to regular people to make it seem like it's more than just one person. But it's one person doing a lot of this on it. With it, but you, you see how powerful that could be if we don't have stricter rules or regulations with having to submit an ID or a credit card, something to trace our identity with our online activity. We must with social media in this day and age, because if we don't, we're allowing stuff like this. And then when you can allow AI to start coming into it and creating hundreds of thousands, if not millions of accounts with under Elon's system and some of these other systems of the social media you can start creating massive hate towards individuals that then persuade regular people very easily. And I just think it, it, we need to get caught up with the times really quickly. Yeah, Twitter's really weird sometimes, man. Like last night, just for an example, I was uh, putting out a tweet about the Day Live movie and my, my damn account got restricted for like 12 hours just because I was quoting a fucking movie. That's wild. And, yeah, they, they made me do all kind of stupid shit. They, they made me like... Uh, pick the picture where the rat could catch the mouse, and then they had they had me do an audio test of like which sound is the drums and all this shit just to get my account reinstated and all this dumb shit. And I'm like, man, I, I feel like I'm in fucking third grade on Twitter right now, bro. Like weird shit that they make you do just to uh, get back online. And all I did was quote a fucking Roddy Piper movie. I it's it's concerning. I I really I. I... I think we need to do something though with the, the current format. It's it's gotten it's already so far out of hand. It's only going to get worse with everything with AI. The way everything is going, like I, I really think we need to get something under under underway. Like I, I said this many years ago, and I, I really believe I think we need some sort of social media identification to even be online, and that that it it, it not saying it tracks everything, but like on our our social media activities. I do believe because we have to have some sort of accountability of who's behind each account because otherwise it's just, it can create, it, it's just havoc without it. And it, because this stuff influences life so heavily. And this is what, this is, this is the TV. This is where we're all interacting and everything. I just think we have to have some sort of accountability, but it's like the fucking, the freedom of speech. These platforms are controlling what they want and not want, don't want out there. Elon's just doing it in his own way. He still has shadow ban and all the other bullshit that all the other places had. He just has slightly different views than the past people. It's not right, but. Yeah, those, those people that's hiding behind the cartoon profiles, you know, I think about that Mike Tyson quote where they said people are uh, too comfortable disrespecting people on social media without getting punched in the mouth for it, you know? Yeah, that's what it, it has. It just, we live in a different time with that, but but here's the thing: in life, there's people, there's doers, and there's there's people that aren't that aren't doing. 
There's people that go out and that go for their dreams, that live life, that do the work, and there's people that don't. And unfortunately, social media has given everybody a voice. And those of us that know the deal, that know what we need to do on a day in and day out basis, we just got to know that we can never let this stuff distract us from the, the task at hand with that because there's people that are literally wasting their entire fucking lives over this shit. So that's right. Hey, right back. I got one more question for you, man. Um, I'm trying to cut 15 pounds within the next two weeks. Now I had a bet with a boxing coach of mine at the gym. Uh, we bet a hundred dollars that I can get the 185 by the end of July. Right now I'm at like 200, 199. Now keep in mind, I've already come down from 230, So I cut 30 pounds already. Oh, wow. The last training. Uh, I got a hell of a cardio routine where I'm, I'm doing 12 rounds of bag work every day. I'm doing two miles of running on the treadmill. I'm doing everything I can to just drop this 15 pounds and win this $100 bet. I got like about two weeks or so left. Uh, you got any advice on what I can do to speed up the process? Is too much cardio bad or, um, you know, any advice on how I can drop this 15 pounds real quick? Uh, so you're going to want to time that. So I think you're going to want to you continue. You obviously... Are you restricting your calories? I take it as well. Yep. Yeah, and as far as uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty much just eating grilled chicken stuff like that. Um, any kind of stuff. I'm only on like a fat burner. That's the only supplement. I'm actually on a Natalia and Tyson Kids fat burner that workhouse that they sell. Okay. And I'm I'm on that fat burner. Uh, other than that, I'm I'm not really on anything else. I just drink water. That's about it. What the so the key for you is you've lost so much weight already is. What I would start incorporating is the sauna uh, in, in getting that because that's going to help you start dropping water weight and that's going to burn extra calories as well. But here's what I would do is because so, you know, fighters, they can drop lots of weight really quickly doing sauna work. You, yes. But you what you don't want it. You don't want it to be too much towards the end. So what I would start doing is adding in if you could get 15, 20 minutes a day out of that sauna. Does your gym have a sauna? Yeah, there's, there's a new gym that just opened up that I'm probably about to join. Um, yeah, every day I'm coming home, I'm like drenched where, you know, my wife's got to pull my shirt off for me. I can't even grab the shit. Yeah, so but what I would do is after after you're done with all your workout, I would hydrate really well again. Then I would also go, I would jump in the sauna for 15, 20 minutes every day. And then that way you're going home and showering anyways. You're already drenched. You, It's going to further help kind of help you with a little bit extra fat loss, burn some extra calories as well on that. And it helped work, build your tolerance up because you, what you want to eventually do, and then again, when you're dealing with the sun and you're dealing with hydration levels and you, you want to make sure that while you're doing this, you're still getting, you're getting your uh, electrolytes. I don't know if you're taking any electrolytes right now. Not, I mean, not really. Uh, there's only like certain times because I'm, I'm in Louisiana where it's, it's hot as hell with like 110 heat index. So if I'm like feeling like really lightheaded, I, I take some electrolytes and stuff like that just to keep me. So, but what you, you, that pink Himalayan sea salt, uh, potassium as well. You need to be, you need to make sure you're staying, you're getting your electrolytes and staying hydrated because you, you, you really, you got to be careful because you've lost a lot of weight. What you want to get this down to is you want to try to hopefully get where you're maybe just anywhere from five to eight pounds the final days. And then with excessive sauna work where I'm talking, you know, the, because whatever, you, are you guys, you have the day, are you going to like do a weigh-in together? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking at the end of, like it's probably going to be like July 30th or so where I'm just trying to get to 185. Like I said, right now I'm at uh, about 201, 199 fluctuating back and forth. So just keep doing what you're doing. I'm, but the final days is you could really, you could drop a lot of water 
where if you, you do a fast, a prolonged fast, and you, you do some sauna work and you're going to have to stay hydrated still, but where it, it, it could, you want to be where that weight is, is as close as possible to the goal weight. You don't want to have to try to drop 15 the day before or anything with how much you've already lost. Right. So add the sauna work in now, make sure you're getting electrolytes still with all of this. Try to get you, hopefully here you can get down another shit, maybe another 10, 12 pounds. If you, but if you add that sauna in until the final days, but with a fast, you just got to be careful because you've lost a lot of weight already with it. The sauna, though, because you're, you're, I mean, the the key with this is it's going to be losing a lot of body water the day, the day of and before. With that, in which you, you like to another little trick you can do is if this is like a bodybuilding trick, you know, uh, a week, the week before the weigh in, you you start salting your meals really heavily and actually consuming more sodium like pretty heavily on this. And then like the final three days, you try to consume very little sodium. Your body will then start flushing out all the extra, the water retention and you'll, you'll drop even further water weight. And there's, there's all sorts of things online and routines that you could do with this. There's there. So like, it, it's very possible for you to get that weight, to hit that weight with your body. You just want to make sure though, you are listening to yourself. And like, you, you, if you're getting lightheaded, like you've got to really, really listen to yourself on that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, man. Thanks, bro. I appreciate all the advice, bro. The only other thing uh, got like kind of worrying me right now is that I've been running so much that my knee was starting to bother me yesterday. So I'm just trying to like baby switch to the elliptical. Go to the elliptical. Yeah, let your joints. You what you don't, brother? If you're like that, the elliptical machine, if you work hard on that, you you can burn just as many calories if you really work hard on an elliptical because you're, it's a whole body workout as well, and it, it's easier on your joints. So you're not like, you don't, you don't need to be running. I, I, I run once or twice a week for my conditioning. I don't do it every day with as heavy as I am because I don't need to be. There's all different things I could do that protect my body with it. Like you, you can, you can do the elliptical and get what you need out of that with what you're doing. Cool deal. Yeah. Thank you, man. I, I, that's what I uh, needed right there. Just some advice on how to uh, shock my body and change it up a little bit. So I appreciate that. Advice. You're well, just do throw that sauna in 15, 20 minutes a day and, and just make sure you hydrate well after you're that's going to speed it up a little bit going into the final, the thing, and then hop back on to your final few days before I want to see where you're at as this approaches gets closer. Sounds good. Thank you, babe. Good. Uh, good talking to you right back and good luck with everything. man. You too, brother. Thank you. Have a good one. Be safe. Good deal. Thank you very much, brother. Taking a look here. We've had uh with the with the stalker situation. I believe he's been on six or seven different accounts that we've already caught today <laughs> on here. So <clears throat> it's uh it's pretty mind blowing that he's uh he's still still going strong. Zygard will bring on. Shawnee in the chat. I see the <laughs> hello, hello. Hey, Rebecca. How's it going, man? Doing well. How are you today? Uh, I just got finished work at the Minwood Farm, and uh, 
And I completely understand about this situation regarding to um, Rich Holland, even though he's a, a personal friend of mine because me and him used to and train and I want training at one time there. And uh, I like to get my, you know, my honest opinion about Rich Holland, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. Go ahead. Um, the thing about Rich Holland, because I pretty understand, I, I, in my personal standpoint, I completely understand about why people somehow feel a little bit too passionate about every superstar's um, the popularity. Like Biggie has new, like humongous um, popularity mm -hmm. into the ring, and I got, and I, and I completely understand where there's uh, people coming from because, in, in my, in my perspective. I believe that Rich Holland, the way he does the the belly to belly onto Big E, because in in my honest opinion, I don't think that this is really his fault at all. Because even even other guys, as you said, that even some other guys need to you know work on the, with their strength and they end up coordinating with each other. So in 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 for what I'm trying to say is that I'm I fully one hundred percent. Um, agreeing of what you just said about Rich Holland, because even though I, me and him were used to training together. Yeah, no, I agree. I think people, they're just too passionate about stuff and that, but they, they don't know the entirety of the situation. And I like, I think I'm giving you guys honest insight. A lot of these moves take two people to do with things. And, and it, it's, there's, we, we are taught how to protect ourselves and there's certain moves that we can't protect ourselves as well on. Than others and i'm not a fan of those as much i like to have as much control as possible on certain things and there's other things though that we we have to trust our opponent with and that's where you talk and you communicate and whatnot but if he was a threat and a danger in any way shape or form the, the company will take care of it on their end i assure you with that and if if nothing if, if in you know if he's continuing on and then then they know the reality of the situation when you've got guys like big e coming in and speaking up like look you leave the guy like he knows it, the moves take two guys on things. Big E agreed to do it. Shit happens. It's not right. None of us ever want that stuff to happen. You don't want to be doing things and dropping guys on their head. That'll be the, like, it's, you want to make sure, but there, we don't know. There's there's things that happen in timing where it's not always just one guy's fault. That sometimes it could be. Sometimes it's not. But if you don't know, you're better off not getting involved. Exactly. It's because it's, it's like, it's like, it's like I did say that I, even though me and him, we don't even see each other face to face most of the times because even though me and him are used to share it at the exact same gym in England, but um, so, and I do and I do see that what you're actually coming from because um, the the way I see it, because in my honest opinion, I believe that it wasn't his fault in my in my deepest honest opinion because in my, even though I'm huge hugely respect for the guy. Yeah, no, I think, in the, and I'm not there, and I don't know the entirety of everything, but I just know on moves and moves like that, it, it it's it, you play a part in going over on that as well, and I just think it. Everybody's just looking just to try to hate and to, to, to criticize and attack, and you know, look, it, it's happened. It happens. Injuries happen all the time in this. There's going to be a lot of them. We just we live in a really weird time where like of of like these it's just these hateful people the cancel culture are just looking to try to ruin everybody's lives that they can so yeah exactly that's the because the people have to learn and that just because there's some people at the end of a too passionate with their um with their predictions of the whoever's going to win of every most matches because because 
many people don't realize that the more if they end up getting too passionate that there's going to be like you know end up a toxic it's toxicity level that is simply going to increase just despite, despite how passionate they end up too passionate and how the fans really work because even though i am a passionate person but i don't take way you know way too personal because i take my passionate in a respectful in other people's perspective absolutely i think that anything people are getting just whether they be they obsess over anything and like you said the toxicity of it it's just a mindset thing and the, but they're just spending they have too much time on their hands they don't have enough going on in their lives and they're just lit- they're just wasting their lives away on social media spreading hate and negativity rather than like look you don't have to like you, you, if you don't like Ridge Holland and if you think he's a dangerous wrestler stop following him stop engaging with it and just move on and focus on the wrestlers that you like and try to put more good in the world with it we just have there's this weird phenomenon of people that are just pushing out all this hate and negativity nonstop with things and it's not helping their lives at all it's either they're going to they're either going to wake up or they're going to realize that they've thrown their whole lives away and that's it. I'm, I'm I'm literally giving people the formula to start winning in life. Stop it. Knock this shit off. No good's going to come to you from doing what you're doing with it. But it, it is what it is. That's their fucking soul. And if they want to wreck it, that's up to them. I agree. So oh, um, my question of the day was, um, despite um, my question, my question was, um, what is your most um funniest moment that you ever break character in front of live events uh, i don't know if i ever have had any, i'm trying to think i don't know i've been there i remember watching it in in russia i think it was i think it was in russia where daniel bryan for kane's birthday uh and we got kane to kind of break character a bit when kane was, was still in the mask and and Dan just handed him a banana. It was like we were all just it was all watching. It was uh it was pretty ridiculous. I don't know for me, I don't I can't remember off the top of my head where there was I mean, I, I don't know. I, I honestly I couldn't I I'd have to think about that if there was ever anything where like I don't recall anything where I like had difficulty staying in character ever on it like off the top of my head. I'm sure that very possible it could have happened. I just I can't think of it right now. Yeah, because um, my my funniest moment on on one time when I was in Sheffield for the live events it was way way years ago, like all the way from two thousand and five. And there was um, and I think it was like either a one on one match or a tag team match, tag team match, with the Ric Flair's from Evolution, and it was up, up against Edge. At one point, believe it or not, this is a true story, by the way, that I was literally I, I as an audience. When I when I saw this match, as um, as Ric Flair was about to um, do like a little his legendary figure four, and at one time Edge was about to attempt a schoolboy, and but all of a sudden he accidentally like pulled his pants down, and everybody was just seeming out and laughing. I'm like, oh dear God, why did I just see that happening? Like literally, yeah. He, he, he made character for about for about like sixty seconds before they end up pulling his pants up. And That's a like, common spot in wrestlers that they would do, guys, yeah. where they pull the the back and show the wrestler's ass. A lot of times, or that would yeah. be a rib that guys would do. If but it, it that that hap, that's happened quite a bit in wrestling, though. That that probably was planned, or 
or done as a rib during the match, most especially because Flair's done that multiple times. Yeah, yeah it's hilarious. I agree. It, anytime it happens, it's stuff like that is great on like why live events rule. Just because yeah. you never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, sorry if I interrupt there because my last question was um, the concerning of the. Um, you know the way in WWE magazines used to used to do like probably like very interesting things. Like I, I remember one time when I once picked up a um, a WWE magazine. It's where they did like I, I'm pretty sure that people might remember this. It's where where Bobby Lashley end up like had to make well not to make but uh, he, he actually sure he gave us the actual guide to 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 make one of those um his homemade um brown cookies and i end up trying to follow the recipe and all of a sudden it just went already horribly wrong so do you suppose that, that they still you know do those like sort of days like if you have a like a, a, a cooking recipe with with yours and then you maybe could possibly you know share it with us uh yeah sometimes those things are fake though they just put make put things with the characters in there just so you know like not all that stuff was real like they'll just take a guy and go oh this is bobby lashley's homemade brownie routine that somebody in the office just put out or there'll be times oh this is ryback's workout routine that they'll just put out like i'm telling you like it's not all so sometimes though they could actually get certain things and do things that are more real i've just seen i've seen both um but yeah, I don't know. I don't really, I'm a pretty simple guy. I make just food. Uh, I eat for the energy of the food and I'm not like, I'm not making anything elaborate more oftentimes. I'm just making things very, I cook a lot and stuff, but I cook just for the energy. I don't cook for, you know, I'm not trying to come up with any elaborate recipes on anything. Cause I think that's quite frankly, it, it, it doesn't really, it doesn't get me to my goals. So I don't, I just eat for the, for the, for the energy pretty much on that but so you're not going to get anything too exciting from me right it's um because i like to trying to get this thing a little bit clear so but anyways um thank you for your time i really do i really do enjoy talking with you even though i've been listening to you like every single week of the way and um so yeah i'm really enjoying talking with you big guy awesome brother i appreciate it as always and you take care out there you too big you too man thank you thank you good deal thank you very very much guys with that we're gonna go ahead uh wrap up today's show go ahead please sign up for my feed me more nutrition newsletter and text message for the big savings i've got the deal going out tomorrow on the text message as well for the free gym bag weightlifting gloves and wrist straps as well as the shaker bottle an 85 dollar value guys yours free with any order of the supplements on there you've got to sign up to get that code uh, with all of that on there, just click on the website and go to the menu and click on newsletter. And if you click, you'll get newsletter or text message. And I would sign up for both. It's well worth it. No spam, just one message a week, huge savings, cool gifts, and um, the best supplements on the planet. Guys, new customers save 30% discount code Ryback30. Returning customers save 20% discount code FeedMe20. And you get a free shaker all this month with your orders of the supplements or the Ryback merch on FeedMe More. Dot com. Let's have a great one, guys, and uh, work hard, be nice to people, stay positive as much as possible, and until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more. Hey, Rybackers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications. 
Looking for the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch. Visit FeedMeMore.com.